0: Take your Bibles with me now and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. Tonight, as we continue our study here in Thessalonians, we come to chapter 3 and we are talking about a pastor that is sent. A sent pastor. Now, as we you know, are studying through the, best, the book of Thessalonians, of the letter written there, This is obviously a response to some news that Paul had gotten from Thessalonica. He got that news from the young man, Timothy. And as we see uh, in this passage of Scripture, he had sent Timothy to minister to the church, and as Timothy returned to Paul after some time of ministering, he gave Paul an update on the church. Thus... Paul was writing the letter back to them and encouraging them in areas where they needed work, commending them where they had done well and that sort of thing. So Paul has already sent someone to Thessalonica, has gotten word back from them and is responding now to the word that he got. So this is where we we join together in verses 1 through 7 in chapter 3, a sent pastor. So let's read together. Therefore, when we could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith. That no one should be shaken by these afflictions, for you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. For in fact, we told you before, when we were with you, that we would suffer tribulation, just as it happened, and you know. For this reason, when I could no longer endure it, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter had tempted you, and our labor might be in vain. But now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news of your faith and love and that you always have good remembrance of us, greatly desiring to see us as we also to see you, therefore, brethren, in all our affliction and distress, we were comforted concerning you by your faith. A pastor, let's pray tonight. Father, you are so wonderful to us. Uh, we have worshiped and praised you, and we thank you for everything that you do for us. Father, we, we can't name them all because they are too numerous. Father, we, you do things that we, we don't even understand right now for our benefit. So we thank you. God, as you are seeking a people for yourself, here we are. We ask that you take us that you find us obedient and faithful, and Father, that you will send us, do with us as you wish. Tonight, encourage us through this passage of Scripture and help us to to know that you send the right person at the right time to do the right things uh, among your people. So, Lord, we love you for that. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so Paul uh, is giving them a little bit of background. Of course, the Thessalonians knew that Timothy had come to them, and Timothy was now given a report to Paul, and then Paul is writing back to them and encouraging them and things of that nature. All that we have read is the report that he got from Timothy, and that he is going forward in further teaching uh, and building up the church. So, what we get here is the first part, uh, I kind of titled it, From Rome, Paul Sent Timothy, because... Paul says that they're in Athens, and he decided that it would be better for them to do without Timothy for a little while and to send Timothy to Thessalonica. So he says there it's best for us to uh, be without Timothy for a while because you're going to be benefited by him and him coming. So what Paul heard from Timothy is what he is writing to address or to commend in the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians. So that's what he said there. Therefore, when we could no longer endure it, uh, he says, we heard some things, that there were some rumors that came in about the afflictions that you were facing and all these things. And he says, we, we wanted to make sure that you were standing strong in the faith, so we thought it good to be left in Athens alone and sent Timothy. So his concern about their well-being about the things that they were going through, caused him to appoint Timothy and say, Timothy, you are the man to go and to encourage the church. This is a young man in Timothy. Uh, He's a young pastor. And as we get to looking at it uh, further on, he goes to Ephesus and ministers to the Ephesians there for some time and, and is really known as the pastor of the church there at Ephesians. So Timothy is getting good training in this. Had been with Paul during his missionary journeys, and as he goes now, he's stepping into the role of a pastor to uh, contribute to the church, to to help the church. So what he, um, what Paul was doing because he heard those rumors, he appointed Timothy to go, and he commissioned him to pastoral care. Look at uh, verse, uh, verse two, the first part, uh, first couple of uh, phrases in verse two. And he sent Timothy, or and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ. Paul is exclaiming there, he's saying this is, this is the man because not only has he been a part of the missionary journeys, he understands and knows the gospel, he, he knows how to present the gospel in a correct manner, but also he has con- care and concern because he's a fellow laborer uh, he's a minister of God. Uh, a minister. Whenever a, a minister comes in doing ministry, um, you know, an evangelist is one thing coming in preaching the gospel. But a minister, is, it has the connotation of long term care, a long term direction, and that sort of thing. So that's what Paul was saying. This is why I'm sending Timothy to you. Is because he is not only a, a laborer in the gospel of Christ, but he's a minister of God. Now, as Paul sent Timothy, and we see that, but in verse two and through four, the last part of verse two through four, we get Timothy's purpose, and this is really where I wanted to kind of focus the message here. I preached a message one time, and I was uh, in one of the things that I was doing was talking about uh, pastoral care, uh, what. What pastors are called to do, because sometimes we um, we might, through tradition or you know the way it's always been or that sort of thing, or or we might get the idea that the pastors are supposed to do other things. I've probably told you about pastoring at other churches, and I I mentioned to the deacons one uh, deacons' meeting that we were having, uh, and in that deacons' meeting. Really, the only thing that was discussed was the financial statement for the month. Uh, But anyway, during that time, what I did, I said, you know what, guys, we could use some maintenance around the building. You know, the the bushes on the edges of the sanctuary and everything had gotten out of hand. They were growing out onto the sidewalk. And one of the deacons says, I've got a a hedge trimmer that I'll loan you. And I I was thinking, okay. Uh, And guess what I did? I trimmed the bushes, <laughs> but but praise the Lord um, that I was able to do that. Okay, but that wasn't my job. I, I wanted to do it, and there there are things that pastors want to do and do about the church, and that sometimes they become because the pastors want to do that. They become expected by um, by all that the pastors do that. That's not. Necessarily their calling. Two of these points that I'm talking about here uh, and what Paul says about Timothy, uh, I preached in that message that I talked about a pastor's purpose. But we're talking about Timothy's purpose tonight. So look at this. In verse 2, he says he sent Timothy, and then go to the last phrase that says, to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith. Those are two things right there together. The first thing is to establish you to establish you. All right, now, the the root word for establish, of course, is stable, right? Now, in in this situation, what they were doing is the church was going through some troubles, some hardships, some trials, tribulations. They were having a hard time of it because the Christian faith at that time was being persecuted. The church was being persecuted, all right? So they were going through some hard things, and uh, the pastor's, purpose in that, Timothy's purpose in going to them, was to stabilize them, to make sure that they weren't swaying one way or the other, and like it talks about in the book of James, not being blown one way or other by other doctrines of men, but staying close to the Word of God and established in the Word of God, becoming stable. The pastor's purpose is to create or to establish the church being stable. Solid, biblical teaching, doctrine, those sorts of things. Making sure that the believers are founded on the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ and not on anything else. On our faith in Him. To establish, first of all. And then to encourage. Um, To encourage means to strengthen. To build someone up. To help them to grow. When you encourage them, um, you are, in a sense, lifting them up. Not only are you giving them strength or helping them, helping them to be strengthened, but they are exercising their faith and growing in that way. So encouragement is needed. When you establish and encourage, then what you have, you've got a stable condition where people can grow, where people can uh, expand in the Lord if you want to look at it that way so the three things that I talked about a pastor to do is, is to um, encourage to um, well I forget now see that's how quick it goes to, to establish, encourage and to enlist is, is the things that I talked about Now, uh, Timothy wasn't uh, enlisting anyone, he, what he was doing is preaching the gospel and ministering to the people Whenever you have an established, a stable church, and an encouraged, a growing church, what you do is you enlist workers to continue that. That's where I was going with that pastoral uh, message. But the last thing that Timothy was doing, uh, we see that in verse 3 and 4, he was teaching them or showing them how to endure. Verse 3, that no one should be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. Appointed, he, talking about a couple of different things. We're, not only that were they appointed to minister to the church, but they were appointed to tribulations. Paul is talking about that mainly, and he's saying, these, these are the things that we must go through as followers of Christ. For in fact, we told you before when we were with you that we would suffer tribulation, just as it happened, and you know He says, we told you beforehand that this was going to happen. So we want to encourage you in it. We want to establish you in it. We want you to to endure through it because suffering will come. And Timothy's purpose was to go there and help the church to be stable, to strengthen the church and to help them to endure the suffering that would come. And then Paul in the last three verses there, 5, 6, and 7, he gives a reassuring or he gets a reassuring response from Timothy for this reason when i could no longer endure it i sent to know your faith so he was sending Timothy to them lest by some means the tempter had tempted you and our labor might be in vain but now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news of your faith and love and that you always have good remembrance of us greatly desiring to see us as we also to you to see you therefore brethren in all our affliction and distress we are comforted concerning you by your faith Paul wanted to know it had they given up that's why he sent Timothy because he had heard those rumors about what was going on and he says go make sure that they are strengthened and built back up and he says you know we were worried about you going through these afflictions afraid that you might give up on your faith but they hadn't And Timothy brought back that good news to Paul and Paul rejoiced in it and he says what what happened was when he got that good news he was comforted by it. Knowing that his ministry there had not fallen on deaf ears and that the brethren that were there were being strengthened and that the, the ministry was continuing forward in that. So Paul sent Timothy to be the pastor of the Thessalonians for a while to establish them, make sure that they were stable in their faith, to strengthen them, or to encourage them to build up their faith and teach them to endure the sufferings that would come over time. And they were doing just that. And Paul says it is comforting to know whenever John was writing to the the churches and to the the followers he called them his children as John was the aged apostle uh, whenever he was writing he was writing to those that were younger than him and he says you know it does me good to know that the children, my children have been growing in the faith and remain faithful and Paul is saying the same thing here he says guys we came to you we loved you we showed you the way and you're continuing to walk in it and that brings us comfort Tonight, it brings me uh, great joy to be associated with Wellman Baptist Church. I want you to know that. I love you and appreciate you, and um, I will never take for granted being called as pastor to pastor you because you are a precious people. And my My hope is to establish you, to encourage you, and to help you endure uh, the kingdom come. Let's pray together. Father, you are such a blessing to us. We thank you so much for all those that you send to minister. Father, whether it be to minister in teaching, uh, keeping the kids in the nursery, leading music, playing the piano, Father, whether it's just to be an encouragement and a prayer partner, an intercessor. Father, whatever the calling, we thank you for those that minister. Because all are needed, every one. We pray, Father, that the church be stable, be established. And we thank you for that. We pray, Father, for the encouragement that comes through the the obedience to the Holy Spirit. And Father, I'm just asking this evening that you help us to endure the things that our world is going through right now, looking for our blessed hope in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.